Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 78 of the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, and welcome, welcome to the Building Strength Podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. If you're a returning listener, hello again. So I hope everyone's doing well. It's end of April now. I'm recording this on April 29th. 2020. I can't believe April has flown by already. Um, I'm in Toronto. We're still pretty deep into the quarantine for this whole COVID thing. So really hope everyone's doing well out there. It's a, I know, I know it's a really tough time right now. Really weird time. So hope everyone's doing well. Hope everyone's, uh, you know, taking care of themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, you got to do what's best for you. So today, today is going to be a pretty quick episode, pretty short. I just want to share a couple wins from my last week, a couple things I've learned and yeah, I've got some, I've got some fun, fun stuff today. So let me jump right in today, not today. Uh, almost one week ago, I went for my first run ever, ever. And this is something that's been, been on my mind for maybe the last year now where I've been telling myself like, okay, I want to add that dimension of, um, fitness and health into my, into my repertoire. I don't necessarily want to have any goals of running a certain distance right now, or like even have goals of like, I just want, there are no really set goals. I just want to be able to run. I don't necessarily want to run a lot or run very fast. I just want to be able to do it. It's always been kind of a mental block for me. So last week is the, I finally decided to start and I've gone on two runs since last Saturday. I'll be I'll go on my third one tomorrow and that will officially conclude week 1 of my running program. So the running program that I decided to do, I found it online. I've heard about this before, but again, never actually did it. So this has taken me a while to kind of to kind of actually get started and thank you guys out there for keeping me accountable. I know I've mentioned it in past podcasts. I said this year I'm going to run a 5K, which I'm going to. But up until last Saturday, I never really started yet. So thank you guys. I know some of you guys messaged me like, oh, and did you start running yet? So appreciate that. Got to keep your boy on point. So the running program that I'm doing, it's called Couch to 5K. Uh, I think there's a Couch to 10K. But I'm going to start with the 5K and then we'll maybe consider a 10K later. We'll see. So basically, this is a very, um, it's literally supposed to take someone from not running, perhaps sitting on the couch, to being able to run a 5K. So the reason why I chose this program, I'm actually going to type it in right now so I can have it in front of me. But the reason why I chose this program is because it is very simple, uh, very accessible, and 
it seems very doable. Um, so you guys know me. I'm all about make sure it's realistic, make sure it's actually doable. Am I confident that I can stick with this over the next eight weeks, nine weeks? Yes, I am. So let me go, let me read you this week one. It's three three days a week of running. So I'm about to finish week one. And check this out, guys. I'm going to read it right from here. For your three runs in week one, you will begin with a brisk five-minute walk, then alternate one minute of running and one and a half minutes of walking for a total of 20 minutes. Right? So it's really just one minute of running, one and a half minutes of walking, um, eight times. So I did, I've done this twice now. And I got to say, the first time, I wouldn't say it was hard because the, the, the work to rest ratio is very reasonable here. So it's like a two to three work to rest ratio because you're running for 60 seconds and then you're walking slash recovering for 90 seconds. Anyway, the reason why I decided to do it like this is because as, I, as I've talked about in the past, although the methods may be different, like this isn't lifting weights anymore, this is running. Although it, it's a different activity, the principles stay the same. As in, I was very aware that I haven't really ran in a while now. Like when I really think about it, I haven't played, I haven't played sports in pretty much 10 years at this point. So I haven't really ran or done that kind of activity for a very long time, which is why, like when I, when I posted this on Instagram, I put it on my story, just a screenshot of this program. I had a few of my friends message me. They're like, yo, you could probably skip the first few weeks and just go to running for 20 minutes straight. And I was like, no, I don't think I can. Like I could, but I knew it wasn't the smart thing to do. And I, this is why I'm talking about this. And I do want to explain. So I'm really glad I did it like this because after day one, after the first run, when I, I, I knew that I always dealt with shin splints. So I kind of felt the shin splints while I was running, but not a lot because I was walking for so much of it too, right? I had a good amount of rest. I can imagine if I tried to run for 20 minutes straight the first day, I really don't think I would have made it a full 20 minutes, not because of the cardiovascular side of things, not because my cardio was lacking, but because I knew like my shin splints would, would act up. So I already felt that while I was running the first day. And then the day after my first run, when I woke up and I got out of bed, my right ankle felt like it was swollen. I think it was swollen. It was inflamed, right? So maybe there was a bit of swelling, nothing crazy, but enough that I felt it when I took a few steps, when I was walking that whole day, I felt my ankle and I was like, oh shit, like, which is fine. This is why I was starting slow. So I could take, so I could give my body that chance to, uh, 
to adapt to it, to adjust, and to get used to this new kind of activity, right? So, because although, yes, I may be conditioned in different ways, like I could swing kettlebells and I could do gym stuff, like I could lift weights and like do pull-ups and push-ups and all this, that's fine, but it's not the same. It's a different kind of activity now. It's a different uh, demand on my body. So I was super glad I started like this because I felt it after day one. I felt my ankle. So one thing with this is for me as well, I'm now having to learn a new way to warm up my body. So of course I warmed up before my first run and the way my body responded to that first run that kind of helped me understand like, okay, what do I need to do a bit more of before my next run? So before my second run, I took a little more time taking care of my ankles, stretching my calves. And just like that, that acknowledgement that, okay, I'm probably going to have to stretch my calves daily in order to, in order to keep my knees and my ankles and my hips happy. Because for me, I know my calves are pretty tight already. So add three days of running to everything else I'm doing. The calves are going to need that love, right? So so day two of running, I was a bit weary. I took a little more time stretching, took a little more time rolling out. Day two was already easier. I felt it as I ran. It already felt easier. I was able to, like my last interval i was able to sprint and or run faster for a minute so that was a good sign and then i took a little more time stretching out afterwards and that was just yesterday so i woke up today ankle feels great whole body feels great and i'll actually i finished week one already now that i think about it because i start i didn't start on a fresh week so i actually finished week one already awesome so week two, we'll start, no, I lied. Sorry, I'm all over the place. The dates are all mixed up. I'm going to finish week one tomorrow. Week two, we'll start on Saturday. And then from here on, the program, if you guys look it up, it just, the program just becomes like the work to rest ratio just changes. So then you start working for longer. Uh, week two is one and a half minutes of running and then two minutes of walking for a total of 20 minutes. So I think that's just the progression for the, for the, um, yeah, when I look at it, week nine, week nine, it's, um, they want you to run for 30 minutes. No, uh, no intervals, no more walking, just straight running. So it's a nine week program. So yeah, that's why I wanted to share this with you guys is because your, your body needs time to adapt. Could I have gone right into 20, right into 30 minutes of running? Yes, I absolutely could have. But what, what would the repercussions be? If I already felt my ankle from eight minutes of running on day one, eight minutes of running, 12 minutes of walking, 20 minutes of work. <laughs> if I already felt my ankle doing that amount of work, I can't even imagine what I would feel like if I went 30 minutes straight on my first day, right? So it's just about being patient with 
when you first start out, when you first start something new. And really that just comes with acknowledging that we're not that young anymore or our bodies aren't as awesome as they used to be, which is fine, which is why we're doing this. So we can make it as awesome as it used to be debatable, but we can try. <laughs> but, you know, when you're 18 or 19 or 21, you, you can pretty much do anything and the body's not going to feel it. So I acknowledge that, okay, this is where I am. This is my starting point and this is where I can go, but let's start where I am. So I just wanted to share that because I thought this, this was a similar, this was a very similar process as the burpees that I've been doing. Um, again, day one, I started with 10. Could I have done 100 on day one? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. But if I say you go into day one or you go into your first workout ever and you do all this work and then you wake up the next morning, your body's broken. It's going to take you a few more days to recover, right? Say it takes you three to four days to recover. Then it's like, then when you finally get back to it, when you're finally recovered enough to go again, it's already been so long versus if you just didn't do as much of the first day, then it only takes one or two days to recover and then you can go again. And then that's how you slowly build into it, right? So same thing with the burpees. When I first started, I only did 10 and then I did 30 and then I did 50. Then I did 100. And most recently I did 125 burpees and 325 push-ups, which was really fun. And I can't believe I just said that, but it, yeah, it was a good time. Gotta say. So just wanted to share that because I thought it was the similar process, just like, just like all of this, which is, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. So yeah, you got to give your time, you got to give your body time to adjust, time to adapt to whatever you're throwing at it. So just start slow, whatever you're doing, start slow. If anyone's been thinking about running and for me, it's like this quarantine has kind of contributed to that as in like, okay, what else am I, am I going to do? And I can only lift so many days a week, but I do want to do more. What else can I do? So running was, uh, an option for me. So if anyone's like thought about starting to run or maybe now that I'm talking about it, you're like, you kind of want to do that too. Just Google and I'll link it show notes below couch to 5k. You can join me. I'm about to enter week two. You start at week one. Hell yeah. That'd be awesome. So that's the running side of things. I never, who knew? Oh man. Never imagined that I would talk about running for 10 minutes on my podcast. Times change. <laughs> so I also want to share another thing. I got my first one arm push up ever, ever. I've tried it before. I tried it around November, 2019. I've tried it before that. Never, never got it out of just on a whim yesterday. I tried it, got it right side, got it on the left side. I got excited. 
then I had to do it again because, you know, you, you got to be able to do a second time. So just to make sure it's not a fluke, right? So I did it again and whoo, pretty happy about being able to do a one-arm push-up. I've never been able to do one. So it's, it's, nice to, it's nice to finally be able to do that. Now I got to maintain that forever. But let me tell you, I only did two reps yesterday. And my triceps are sore as a motherfucker. I was like, I was lifting today and like, why are there, why are my tries so lit up? And I was thinking like, I didn't even do that many pushups yesterday. I did a set of 30 just to keep things loose. And then I did the one arm pushup on each side and whoo. So just wanted to share that. And again, there's a reason why I want to share that. Not just like saying it to show off or anything, but again, this kind of, just contributes even more to my line of thinking as in just crushing the basics, just committing to the basics and getting really good at those. So if you've been following me on IG or you've listened to the last few episodes, I've been doing burpees, right? Your boy's been doing burpees. 2020, Theo starts doing burpees and Theo starts running. Wow. Wow. So I've been doing burpees and as I said, I started slow, but I've been increasing as the weeks go by. So I've now, I figured out a system. I'm only doing burpees three times a week now. And I want to explain why I also want to share two things that I think you guys will find very valuable. So I've only been doing it three times a week because it's a lot of pressing, like a lot of pushing. And I don't want to beat up my shoulders that much because I'm already doing a kettlebell push press three times a week. So I'm doing overhead pressing three times a week. And then I'm doing horizontal pressing, which is push-ups or burpees three times a week as well. I just knew that if I tried to do it any more than three times a week right now, that my shoulders would not be happy with me. So burpees. There are two things, two things that have helped me a lot. And these are principles from Strong First, where I learned the kettlebell stuff that I'm doing. There's two major principles when it comes to training. Number one is the continuity of the training process. As in, the most important part, the most important factor when it comes to progress in the gym, making progress in the gym week after week, month after month, year after year, the most important part of that is us being able to train, us being able to consistently train over a long period of time. That's what that means, like continuity of the training process. So you just have to be able to continually train and the major one of the major hiccups when it comes to that i know it sounds so simple but the main thing here is that if you overdo it if you if i right now tried to do seven days of burpees depending on how many i'm doing per day but most likely my shoulders are going to give out at some point my shoulders are going to tell me to go screw myself. 
So that's what this means. Being able to continually train. So with the burpees, that's why I decided to go three times a week. And then the second principle for strong first is waving the load is what they call it. So that really just means um, every day can't be your most intense day, right? Like, so I said earlier that I did 125 burpees, 325 push-ups uh, last, last week. And that was my heavy day. If I tried to do that every day right now, I'm not ready for that. My body, I haven't built that up yet for my body. So what I realized is like, okay, we have to wave the load a little as in I, I can't realistically try, nor I can't realistically do it, nor do I mentally have the capacity to do that right now or the desire to go in and try to hit 300 push-ups every day. That's a good, um, for me, that took, that took 30 minutes. Mentally, I don't want to do that every single day, right? So waving the load basically means that throughout a training week or your training program, the intensity and the amount of work you need, you're doing, it, it might be ideal to change that up here and there. So what that means for me for my burpees right now, day one is a light day. I did 100 push-ups. Um, I need to explain this because I'm saying burpees and I'm also saying push-ups. So let me rewind real quick. Uh, burpee right now is hands go down on the ground, legs kick out. Um, you can do a push-up, you don't have to. And then legs come back, you stand up. That's, that's a, if you don't do a push-up, that's a no push-up burpee. Then there's one pump burpees, two pump burpees, three pump burpees, four pump, five pump, whatever you want. There's up to 10 pumps. So a one pump burpee is you put your hands down on the ground, you kick out, you do one push-up. So one pump is one push-up. Two pumps is two push-ups, three pumps, three push-ups, five pumps, five push-ups, right? So the way I set that up, the way I did it, I did 25 one pumps, 25 two pumps, 25 three pumps, 25 four pumps, and then 25 of the Navy SEAL burpees. So that's why when I'm saying, when I'm talking about burpees right now, I'm giving two numbers because technically I did 125 burpees, but because of the one pump, two pump, three pump, four pump, five pumps, I did 325 pushups total. Um, I'm also uploading those you those videos on YouTube if you guys want to check that out. I just posted up like my 30-minute burpee routine. So back to what I was saying about waving the load. First day is a little lighter. I only do 100 push-ups total. Second day, I'm going to do around 150. And then the third day, my heavy day, is when I'm going balls to walls. I did 325 last time. I'm going to go 350, 375 this time, and then just slowly build that up. So I'm just going to, over the course of the weeks and months, I'm just going to slowly increase those numbers. The light day of 100 becomes 125. Eventually it becomes 150. You know what I mean? So I think those th two things are very important. Just the keeping that in mind, like at the end of the day, the most important thing is 
being able to train pain-free and that's how that's how the gains will come right so yeah burpees running who knew yes why why i mentioned the burpees i keep getting sidetracked i brought up the burpees because i've been doing a shit ton of them clearly and i wanted to relate this with the one-arm push-up so this is why i'm so in love with the basics why i'm so committed to the basics as in i didn't really train to be able to do a one-arm push-up you know what i mean like i wasn't following a certain program that would help me progress to a one-arm push-up because there are programs out there there are variations you can do to get to a one-arm push-up which i actually looked into before i just never pursued it because i guess i wasn't that interested but over the last four or five weeks when i've been doing all these burpees and push-ups clearly i've done enough of them that now i'm stronger i i haven't tested my push-up max like reps max reps but I can do more push-ups in in general now. So that's clearly uh, transferred to me being able to do a one-arm push-up. And again, it's just like, okay, just do the basic stuff and you'll get stronger. You absolutely will. And of course, back to training principles. Yes, you have to continue training over the long haul. Um, the load you you might find it ideal to have some lighter days some heavier days like not every single day can be walls can be balls to walls and then i think the last thing is like over the course of time again progressive overload over the course of time over the course of weeks months and years you have to eventually do more either more reps more weight or same weight but now you can do like a five second pause every single rep like you have to improve in some way shape or form and this just shows that like so i was telling my friend who he started doing burpees with me i told him like okay when you start doing say say someone starts doing 50 a day seven days a week you know what let's use my example so i'm doing 100 on the light day 150 on the medium day and 300 and change on the heavy day say 350 so 100 150 350 that's 600 per week right and you i don't necessarily need to do more next week like 650 not necessarily that quick but if I do 600 one week, I can't just start doing 200 all of a sudden unless the goals have changed, right? Unless I'm training for something else. But if I want to improve my burpees, I can't do 600 one week and then do and then just start doing 200, 300 because I got lazy. No, it doesn't really work like that anymore, unfortunately. Like now that you hit this point, like, okay, now you're doing 600 a week, okay, Maybe not next week, but the week after, I think you got to try do 650. 
you know, you're now at a certain level, you've set a certain standard for yourself in order to improve, you now have to do more. So it's just this constant, constant, um, improvement and pushing your bar a little bit more. So if we're talking about running or lifting, if we're talking about running, okay, someone just did their 5k, they're not going to make it a goal to go do a 3k now. No, someone's probably going to, they're probably going to be like, okay, I'm going to do a 10k. Then I'm going to do a half marathon. And then maybe I'll go out for that marathon. So, and then same with lifting, you know, uh, I'm just talking in general, but say lifting, okay, I'm able to lift 200 pounds now. It's just like our natural human tendencies to be like, okay, I just lifted 200 pounds. Now I want to lift 205. It's just a very natural thing. I'm not saying that that needs to happen, but I feel like this is a very natural human tendency to always keep pushing the bar a little bit more. All right. So what do we talk about? We talked about running. We talked about one arm push up, burpees. Let me close it out. Let me close it out today. So guys, podcast always gets the information first. You guys are the, you guys always get first access to the info. Okay. I appreciate you guys for listening. Appreciate all the support. 78 episodes in. It's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, so I wanted to let you guys know first. So starting next week, again, I haven't put it out there yet. I'm going to make a link like a short. So yeah, you know what? Forget everything I just said in the last 15 seconds. So starting next week, I'm going to be doing free 15 minute video calls over Zoom. Okay, so I want to offer that to you guys. I'm going to put it out on my IG as well and really everywhere. But during this quarantine, while everyone has all this time, I want to offer free 15-minute video calls. Or we can just talk on the phone too if you prefer. But why I'm saying video is if you want to go over some movement stuff, you want to do a form check, you want to show me like, your technique on a certain exercise. Maybe you have kettlebells at home. Maybe you have a bar at home. Maybe you have weights, even body weight stuff. You want to improve your push up, your chin up, or maybe you're dealing with some pain, low back, knees, ankles, shoulders, whatever. Or if you want to just chat about training programs, you have training questions, you have nutrition questions, just anything. I, I'm just here to help you strategize. Maybe I can give recommendations. Maybe I can help you figure some things out, or maybe I can point you towards resources, but I'm offering free 15 minute calls. As I said, podcast gets early access because I don't even have my landing page set up for this. So right now, if you want to be, if you want to reserve your spot, you want to be one of the first on the list, just message me on Instagram or email me. Instagram is at theodore.lim. My email is theolim7 at gmail.com. Just message me, just say like free 15 minute call and then we'll we'll set up a time from there, okay? So I just wanna put that out there. 
hope to hear from some of you guys. Again, I'm down to do like form checks. I'm down to talk trainings. I'm down to talk about training, maybe a training program that I can point you towards or recommend for you. If you have any nutrition questions, you have any recovery questions, stretching, mobility, movement, you guys know what I'm about. All right. So I'll leave it there. As always, as I said, really appreciate you guys listening. Hope you guys are taking care of yourselves. Sending lots of love to everyone. Until next time, peace.